Welcome to Nutra Herself. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm a midlife stepmom who's passionate about the ins and outs of nurturing yourself. I am so excited to share my story and the stories of others who can also share their inspirations because I know life is effing hard, and I get that. And so often as women, I feel we put ourselves last. I want this podcast to be here so you know you're not alone, and if I can help you with some of the journey, that's a huge bonus. So I invite you, grab my hand, and together we will be the women who choose ourselves in this next journey. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good week, and I am so happy that you're here. So I talked um, the other week a little bit about the seven things that made me feel better in 2023 that I was going to bring into 2024 with me. This week, I want to talk about seven more things that I'm going to try to bring into 2024. Now, 14 things, that might seem like a lot, right? But I do want to explain to you that the seven things that I'm bringing from 23 are small things that created a habit, and now they're just a part of my life. I don't really even think about them anymore other than to appreciate them and be grateful for them because I've made them habits and I just do them. Now I have created seven more things that I want to bring into my life, and they aren't huge things either. They're small things, things that I want to make to become a habit. So eventually I just, I have these things. And you know what? If these seven things, if some of them don't work, that's okay. I tried them. I saw how they made me feel. I kind of looked inside myself, said, do they fit? Do they not fit? Maybe they don't fit this season. Actually, the first one I've tried before And I've done it in and out of season. So I'm just trying. That's all I'm doing. I'm trying and seeing how my body reacts to it, how my mind reacts to it. And if I can or can't do it this season, I'm not a failure if I don't fully do them. But I'm going to try them. They're just small things. I'm going to try to make them a habit and see how it goes. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. Not because I want you to know all the amazing things I'm doing in my life. Really, honestly, I'm not. I'm just showing you that you can bring small things in, you can let small things go, and you are also able to just kind of like see what works in your season. And if it doesn't work now, put it back in that tool box. Maybe it'll work some other time, right? So I have seven things. Um, The first one is journaling. And like I said, I've done this like in and out of seasons because I really do love journaling. Um, I I love to write. Um, Right now I have a journal that... um, I write in, I take notes in, I write my ideas in, and I kind of like, I kind of go in cycles. Like sometimes I like to be really prescribed about the way and the things that I write. Like I had one that I used for a long time that like really led me down. So you do this, 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 like you're grateful for this, you're doing this, this is your routine and writing it all down. Last year, I really kind of opened it up and just had one for like, everything I was feeling and everything I was doing and all the classes I took, I took notes in it and, and I analyzed it and, and it was just blank pages and I just went for it. And that felt really amazing too. So it's kind of like knowing what fits you in your season and not feeling like you have to stick to one thing. You never do in life, right? You never have to stick to anything that's not feeling right. That's the thing. Um, I like both ways this year. Um, at least for the first three months, I'm using one that's called the Manuscripting Journal. And that's because I'm I'm not manuscripting. That's what it is. But um, I am just trying to manifest really big things in my life this year. And this one is more specific. It has me 
like do some questions, like three things I'm grateful for, um, three things I'm open to receiving, a daily mantra or affirmation, energy activation habit tracker, like am I getting sun? Am I getting hydration? Am I getting, um, am I able to release energy and bring good energy and kind of that kind of thing? It also asked me um, three inspired actions to take to try to help my manifest happen. It has me do a celebration reflection, which I really, really enjoy. And it has me do a card pull, and then I reflect on it. <clears throat> there is also a large place to write what I'm manifesting. So every day I start with a manifesting letter that says, I am so happy and grateful that blank. And then I write like I'm living the life that I want to manifest. I write what I'm doing, what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, where I'm living, what I'm smelling, what I'm eating, what I'm doing, all of it. And I'm really enjoying this practice. For right now, it's three months long, so I'm going to try it for three months, right? Um, the other guided journal that I really, really enjoyed <clears throat> was the Silk and Sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R journals. Those are really amazing, too. And right now, because I'm liking the scripted part, I'm kind of excited in three months to get back to those. But maybe by that time, I'll just want to be wide open again. You never know. Um, the Silk and Sonder journals, I will say there's a bonus because they have an app. And on that app, there's some really fun um, connected things that you can do. There's like little games and bingo things you can play. And um, the lady also that runs it, she's amazing. She does these like guided thoughts and then you can journal off those thoughts. So that's really amazing. So I don't know. It's something that I'm trying. It's something that I always have enjoyed, but I don't like doing the same old, same old. I never do with anything, whether it's what I eat or how I move. I, I like to change it up. I like to move things. So I'm feeling free to do that, right? So this year I'm going to try to bring a little bit more structure into my journaling. And then if I want to go free form, I'll go free form. <laughs> Okay, the second thing I really want to bring into 2024 this year is strength training because I'm in my 40s. Okay, my late 40s, whatever. Um, but I do know that it's time for me to really start strength training. And that's not because I want to have like bulky muscles and have like, you know, a gun show, as they say. This is because I know I need a strong core, right? I need a good quality of life. I need that strong core. I want to be able to bend down and get back up. I want to be able to squat down to pick something up and get back up. Like, I don't want to hurt myself. Um, you know, you see children fall, they get on the ground, and I just groan watching them come up and be like, oh my God, that'd be so hard. Sometimes now, I mean, I'll be really honest with you. I'll be sitting on the couch, and when I get up, I make the sound. I do. Oh, yeah, I make the sound. And that's what it is, whatever. But I do want to make sure that, yes, I am getting all the strength that I can. And this is, again, like I've always moved. Ever since I can remember, I've moved my body, but I like to do it in different ways. So last year I was on the treadmill like crazy, crazy. And I still love the treadmill, but this year I really want to incorporate the strength training into it as well, because I do want to be able to get up from the ground. I want to keep my balance. I want to be independent. I want to do the activities I love for as long as I can. And I know the only way to do that is to really start building my strength even more than I have. So that's the second thing. The third thing is intuitive eating. 
Now, I have taken a year, and I've talked about this before, so I don't mean to bore you, but I have taken a year to wean my body off the diet mentality. I had it so hardwired into my brain and my body that now I'm in a much better mindset. So I feel at this point, I can fully understand that this is going to take time and I'm going to have setbacks, but I am really committed to the intuitive eating way. The way we were born, the way we were meant to live, I'm committed to listening to my body and knowing when it's hungry, what it needs to create energy, and when it is full. And that's what intuitive eating is all about. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to learn more about like, as I'm getting older, what protein I should eat or, um, you know, like all the things I'm always learning and growing, but I really want to make sure before I just say, oh, this is the latest fad. Let me do this. Oh, this is the latest food fad. Let me eat it. I really want to see if that works for my body and for my energy. So that is the third thing. The fourth thing, I'm really excited about this one too. I feel like I say that all the time. I'm an excited person. What can I say? Um, Okay, so the fourth thing is I am paying attention to my cycle. This is something I've been learning a lot about the last year, and I've been really wanting to incorporate it into my life, but I really haven't yet. (laughs) So I really do think that incorporating this into my journal practice so I can record not only when I'm cycling and menstruating, but when I am like overly emotional, when I have a lot of creative energy, when my body has energy, when I feel tired, when I feel depleted, I can start getting a real picture on when my cycles are and how I feel about them. I think by recording the information, I'll be able to look back on them and see how my emotion and energy levels align with each cycle for me personally. So what I started to do, I told you I was in that manuscripting journal. In the back, there's a notes section. So every day, um, I write the day like 124 or whatever it is. And I'm just recording simple things. I'm just writing happy, sad, emotional, energy, no energy, really tired. I'm just doing it. And then I'm going to go back and look at um, my Fitbit app that shows me when I record when I have, when I menstruate. And I'm going to go back and compare them and kind of analyze them and see from that picture if my cycles, like if I see a pattern with my cycles and how that works. Because I'm hoping from that information, I can start creating a schedule that actually aligns with my cycles. And I'm so excited about this because there's days when I feel like I have to push through work or I have to be really creative, but I'm just not there, right? Like my mind's off. Um, There are days when I'm just super snarky with my family and I don't want to be like that. And so I think this might be a game changer for me. And if it's a game changer for me, it's a game changer for my family and for my business. I want to be able to be like, oh, okay, I'm almost hitting this time. And, you know, every month during this time is when I get crabby. Let me take that information. And when I feel it bubbling up, I'll like a light bulb can go off on my head and I'll be like, take five deep breaths, relax. Or I can be like, you know what? I know that I have X amount of creativity work that I have to do, like making content for the podcast or coming up with programs. And so I'm going to save and do that during that time in my cycle when I am really creative, when I really do have energy for it. And I'm not going to like put it off or feel like I should do it during that time in my cycle where I'm just tired and my mind and my body need a break. So 
I'm excited. I'm excited to do this. Number five is five, six, and seven bring me back to my motto. So my motto for this year, my word for this year is elevate because I just want to elevate. I have learned last year. I learned and learned and learned this year. I want to elevate. And there's a lot of ways that you can take that, but elevate for me right now, and it might change as the year goes on. But right now for me, it means like taking everything that I've learned and I've soaked in and making it mine, which elevates it and kind of just like putting it to work, which is elevating it. So my mantra was, um, be me, right? Love me and respect me. So for number five, be me. I want to be me this year, truly me. I felt last year, like I started to be me. And then because of everything that I learned, I felt like I should shift a little bit. Um, I know I love to evolve and I love to change and grow. I, I feel like that's why we were put here on earth. And with that, I can find it's easy to want to be a people pleaser. And for me, one of the way this looks is that I shift myself into what I think I should be um, or like influenced about what others think I should be. And so this last year, I know that I listened to a lot of coaches and a lot of people. Like I said, I started, I think, really being me. And then I just, I learned so much from the coaches and I learned so much from the people that I was on this journey with. But then I also like start shifting on like, oh, well, how should I look? How should I sell? How should I be in general? And it's so easy to fall into this because I want to people please, because I want to make people proud, because I want that A, right? Like that's, that's part of who I've always been. I wanted to be that person. And that is also that part of me who's always like, I am not feeling like I am enough. So I have to people please. I have to, you know, be the girl in class that's raising her hand. I have to make the A. But this last year, I also, while I was doing that, I also took a deep dive into coming to terms about where that feeling of not enough came from. (laughs) And with that, I had to forgive that person, that place, myself, and I had to learn to move forward knowing that I am enough. I have done enough. I have learned enough. I have been through enough. I am enough. And I've had one coach all along, Darcy Elizabeth. Love her. She is an amazing coach who has consistently told me to just be me. Does this feel right to you? Does this feel like who you should be? Well, I am going to listen to her, not just in business, but in life. I am really going to dive deep again. And this time I really want to learn who I want to be and who I am and how to just be me. And this is not the mindset of, well, that is who I am. So I can keep this negative trait. Nope. This is the mindset of who I truly want to be as a person because this is deep. I want to get into what emotions I want to put out into my world. What is the life of my dreams? What are the clothes that feel best on me? How do I want to feel? What foods make me feel the best? How I present myself to the world and how to, how I try to sell my services, all of it. So it's not an excuse to stay how I am. It is just really like, who do I want to be? And let me be that person. That's what it's about. Okay. 
The next thing is number six, and it is loving me. So last year, I definitely started this process. I started learning how to appreciate before I started loving, appreciating parts of my body and parts of my personality, appreciating the amazing things that my body's capable of doing, um, appreciating myself by learning some of the ways to love myself. I only get me, right? And I only get this lifetime. I only get this body. So why not not only appreciate, but really push into that loving, that loving who I am. If I'm not able to love who I am, if I am, because <laughs> I am, if I am able to love who I am, I'll be more lovable and I'll be able to love others on a higher level from all for that. So it's not just about loving me, but it's also when I can love me, I can let other people love me more and I can love them more. So I'm really going to dig into that part of it. And I can't wait to take that journey with you and see what that looks like for you as well. So the seventh thing I think that kind of ties all of this together really is respecting me. I think the part of being me and loving me is learning how to respect me, right? They're all interlinked. They're all part of the puzzle. They're all how to be more intuitive and happier and a peaceful life for me personally. Um, Yeah, I want Zen, right? I want that nature, hippie, wellness vibes. I want it. So I know that I have to respect myself. I have to respect myself enough to follow through on my wants and my promises, respect myself enough to continue my self-care, continue nurturing myself, respecting my body to give it what it needs to live the best life that I can do right now in this season. And that can be anything from food to movement to education to environment. But until I truly respect myself, I feel like nothing else can happen. So that has to be a huge part of it. So those are my seven. And they definitely all have to do with my four G's, grit, grace, glee, and gal gangs to incorporate them. I mean, it takes real grit to create these habits, right? It doesn't come naturally. You have to work at it. And so it, it takes that hard work. And to face these emotions and the, the stories that come up and things you have to deal with because you're taking on, yeah, that takes grit, right? But it also takes grace and compassion to allow myself to work on these, to know that sometimes I'm going to have setbacks and that's okay because I know that I have the grit to move forward, right? And I know they're all going to bring me joy and glee because I know that you only have this one life to make a lasting change. And so it has to light you up. I don't want to do anything if it's not going to light me up. I don't want to do anything if it's not going to be fun for me. I mean, yeah, I still have to clean sometimes or yeah, I still have to do laundry, but I don't know, like blur the music while I do it or do it while talking to somebody or do it, make it fun, right? We are here. We might as well make it fun. And the gal gangs, that's, that's the other woman that are going to hold you up. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for you to hold you up. I want to be part of your gal gang. So these are what I am taking in and I'm going to try in 2024. I can't wait to see if they're going to work, but really I can't wait to see if you're going to like them, if you're going to try them, if what your things you're going to take into 2024 
I can't wait to see if you if Thank some you of this so resonates with you or you know give me your ideas and let's trade. I'll do this one and, and you can do that one, right? So let me know. I truly want you to like these or if you have others that you want to share. We'll be the women who choose ourselves. You know, let's do this journey together. I say that right, and I I don't just say it. I mean it. I mean like grab my hand and together we can do this. So always feel feel free to reach out. I have some amazing programs coming up in March, and um, I just can't wait to hear more about you and what you're going to do. So as I always say, I love you, my friend, and have a great day.